Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Logan's Logic. Today I want to talk about birthdays because it was just recently mine on July 2nd and I feel like birthdays are one of those things that are just kind of a universally emotional day for everyone. Um, but maybe not. Maybe I just feel that way and maybe your birthday is just a completely happy day. But I feel like for most people, you don't just feel one emotion on your birthday. I feel like some people use their birthdays just to celebrate and just view it as a celebration, whereas some other people kind of view it as like a day to review the past year and even their entire life leading up to that age and all the other ages that they've been and what their life has looked like at each age and I feel like that kind of just leads to a spiral for anyone I feel like I see so many people be like I cry every birthday like I have a yearly birthday cry that just happens every single year on my birthday and it makes perfect sense because why wouldn't it? It's kind of like a mini life crisis within itself that you have like one day a year and then it's over and then it goes again and again and again. I feel like every year on my birthday, it always kind of also feels like an anniversary of someone's death date. And I know that that sounds really morbid because it is really morbid, but it's true. Like I every single year on my birthday it feels very bittersweet because it's like I'm not the same person that I was this day a year ago but I am and now I'm a year older and now I'm going to feel this way a year from today too and then I'm going to do that for the rest of my life it's just a very like I said it's just a mini life crisis every single year but that's not to say that's bad like, I, you know, I don't want to make it sound negative. I had a great birthday this year, but I was still having a mini life crisis. It just, that doesn't mean a bad thing. It doesn't mean like I'm screaming, crying, throwing up, but it's happening somewhere in your brain. On the topic of birthdays, a question that I'm sure everyone gets asked every year, especially as a kid, is do you feel older? And my answer growing up has always been no, because I've always felt older. Like it, this wasn't just a, oh, because today's my birthday. I feel like I've aged up. It's like, okay, yes, I do feel older, but I feel older every single day. Like every day I feel like I'm a 50 year old woman while I'm like nine. Like, thanks for asking. I, I feel older. Yeah. <laughs> And I know that so many other people feel that way and have felt that way. Like, they were always very mature for their age. And that, within itself, I always thought was such a great thing growing up. I always loved being very mature for my age. I always loved, you know, like, having adult conversation very easily. Like, I don't know. I just, like, I prided myself on that. And I just... I was very proud of it at the time and not to say I'm not proud of it now because that's not true because that's just always who I've been but I definitely don't view it the way that I used to and I think that any kid 
and or adult that grew up as the mature kid and the old soul kid can attest to the fact that hearing yourself be called an old soul a million times by every adult you encounter gets really fucking old really fucking fast because at the time it might not get really old really fast like i said i used to pride myself on that i was never complaining about it then I was never like, oh, this compliment again. Like, no, I I enjoyed every second of it. But now looking back at it as someone who's, I don't want to say almost adult. I say that very loosely. But someone who was much more grown up, looking back on that, I'm like, that was the kiss of death. Hearing that your entire childhood takes a toll. Because the thing about being a kid and the thing about growing up is that your brain is forming. I mean, my brain's still forming. I think your brain doesn't fully... Your frontal lobe finishing finishes developing when you're 25, I'm pretty sure. And so, knowing that my brain is still developing is crazy to me because I feel so much, I feel like I've aged in the past year and a half so much more. Like, I feel like within the past year and a half, my brain has finished developing, but that's not true. So, you can imagine, as a child, when you're growing up, when you're not conscious of the fact that your brain is developing, you're not conscious of the fact that every single thing that you encounter every single day is literally forming how you speak, how you think, how you act, how you, you how you everything. The it rains one day and that plays a part in how you feel about rain for the rest of your life. And I'm not being dramatic. Like that's real. That's what happens when you're a young kid and you're forming your opinions and how you work and think. So, some thing that a bunch of adults call you or something that maybe you perceive as a compliment, no matter how you perceive it, something that many adults are calling you, because again, when you're a kid, adults are, you know, the people that you look up to and the people that you listen to. Adults are the ones you go to. Adults are the ones you ask questions to. Adults are the ones we listen to. They know things. You know, that's how we view adults as young children. So when the the adults, the people who know things, the people that we trust are telling us something or calling us something obviously we don't take that lightly because again our brains are forming so being called an old soul and very mature goes from just a name or something that someone said to you once to your whole identity very quickly because how are you supposed to know any differently and growing up hearing that it affects you in later life and it makes you feel like that's kind of your position and that's your place. And, you know, growing up at different stages of my life and in different places of life, you know, by adults in my family, it was always, you're an old soul, you're very mature in school by teachers or adults or friends or classmates. It was always, you're the class clown. You're always, you know, like you're always like the center of attention like life of the party you're always very outgoing whatever and so growing up obviously as a kid I took that as a comment because they're not it's not a mean thing to say so and I was like okay yeah like okay like I made you laugh you're calling me funny that's nice and it's not a bad thing at all but again your brain is forming and you take that to heart and then 
what happens when you grow up and you're like, okay, but maybe I'm not so outgoing. And like, yeah, I'm outgoing, but I also like to be alone and I like to be quiet. And then if I'm quiet, everyone thinks there's something wrong with me because they've decided that I'm this person. And now it makes it harder to accept the fact that people have layers and different facets of themselves that they have to find out about as they go. And I feel like that's why I think about birthdays so much because birthdays always make me think of all of the different versions of Logan that I've been. Because like I said, it really feels like within the past like year, year and a half, I'd say year, I have it feels like my brain has like finished developing, not finished developing, but really gotten there. It feels like it's really made a jump. And that's a great thing. That's not, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but as someone with BPD, one of the main symptoms is lack of self-image. And that means that I have a really hard time feeling like myself and that's always been a struggle for me because I've always been like no like I have a strong personality like I'm very much like me I'm always me like I'm unapologetic me myself whatever but both of those things can exist at the same time so even though like yes I'm me and there's certain things about me that haven't really changed and they change in little ways but I have these certain traits that stick with me but so many other things in my life and so many other things about me have changed through years of my life and now for the first time in my entire life for about a year straight I've felt very consistently like grounded and myself for like a year straight which is insane because I mean it used to be you know feeling like myself and feeling like grounded in myself for two months straight was very difficult and not really even possible. So to feel like I actually, for the first time in my life, have a pretty good idea of who I am is very weird and very new and very strange. And obviously, figuring all that out and feeling that way and coming to that conclusion has a lot to do with age. And as you grow, you figure yourself out more but a lot of that figuring myself out and getting to a place where I actually feel sure of myself took so long and was so hard because of the fact that like I said when you're a kid when you're given a label or labels that maybe change over time as you grow it's really hard to shake those and it's really hard to stop holding yourself to a standard that some other person gave you and you know it took me a very long time to let myself actually do the things that make me feel good and that take care of myself best because for so many years of my life I would be around people I didn't necessarily want to be around and I would be out when I didn't necessarily want to be out and I do things I didn't necessarily want to do not because I let someone walk all over me and not because I was peer pressured into something not anything bad 
not anything like life-changing it's not like I was getting into like trouble seriously but just little things of not wanting to be the one person who stays home because I just want to stay home and not being the boring one and not being the quiet one because I'm never quiet and if I'm quiet people are gonna think something's wrong and you can be like growing up and realizing that like you can be quiet without being silent and you can be you know you can stay home once in a while without being the boring friend and I just didn't understand that and I didn't accept that part of myself and I'd like to reject that part of myself along with other parts of myself like as mature as I am and as much as that's true and growing up hearing that wasn't necessarily wrong I also am not an adult I am also a child still and maybe I'm not a child child but I am a kid and sometimes I like to act like a kid and for the rest of my life I plan to act like a kid sometimes because acting like an adult all the time is fucking depressing and if you're an adult you shouldn't always be acting like an adult you should act like a kid sometimes so given the fact that I am a literal kid I do like to act like a kid sometimes and I used to feel guilty for that a lot I used to feel really guilty for maybe even taking time away from family to see friends I used to do that when I was younger I would miss out on some family dinners to spend time with friends and family has always been a big priority to me and it still is um and as a kid any time once in a while that I would want to make plans with a friend instead of make plans with family I always felt like I was super judged for it and I always felt like I judged myself very hard for it and it was so confusing because it would feel like one side of my brain was defending my decision and being like okay but you're a kid and most kids your age don't spend any time with their family they only spend time with their friends so the fact that this is like the one time you're trying to do this and you feel so bad about it and everybody's so mad at you about it is ridiculous and then the other side of my brain was like no you're a piece of shit you should be spending time with your family be more responsible like you know better and that right there was the problem that I was holding myself to the standard of an adult I was holding myself to this responsibility that I didn't need to and again that was a part of myself I wanted to reject I didn't want any part of myself to be kiddish I didn't like the idea of having to follow rules or regulations or be treated differently and I having to depend on other people for things. I hated that and I wanted to reject that part of myself completely. But again, like when you're a kid, you don't really have a choice because again, there are things you have to depend on people for. So I had no choice but to deal with that part of myself but I certainly didn't accept it or embrace it so because of all of that I am very self-aware that the only reason that I am able to feel so grounded in myself and so sure of myself now is because of all of that struggle that I went through of trying to figure out why the way that I felt didn't match the way that I thought I was supposed to feel and why the person I felt like I was didn't match the person that people describe when they describe me and that was obviously conflicting 
And because there's all those different versions of myself that I've been, I always give myself, obviously I give myself credit for being in the place that I'm in because I did the hard work to get myself here and I take care of myself. And so I give myself that credit where it's due, but I feel like I also give a lot of credit to the past me's and the me's that I was because I had to be those Logans to be this Logan and I often, especially on my birthday, feel very melancholy because it almost feels like I'm mourning someone that I don't know and it I've always felt this way my entire life. I've always felt like I was grieving someone and I never really understood that and I've, as I've gotten older, I've been like, I'm grieving myself, basically, because I noticed that as I got older, you know, anytime I'd accomplish something big, something that I was proud of myself for, in my head, instead of being like, oh, like, I did it, like, I did it, I've never said I did it, and I always say in my head, we did it. Like, I never give my current self all of the credit because I never feel like my current self deserves all the credit because I just, I can't bring myself to think of it that way because, like, it's not just me because I wouldn't be me currently without all the other me's and I feel like that within itself has, like, really subconsciously helped me and, like, really really helped me like care about myself more and love myself more looking at it like okay but look at all of the think of you know the kid version of you like there's so many different versions of you I mean there's even within years of my life I felt like I was two different Logans within the same year because I had a really formative year something happened or whatever that for some reason that just made a big memory in my mind of I remember a certain split of when I became this version of me and then this version of me and this version of me and if you go back and look at your life you can do the same you can recognize times where something happened that you that shifted something in you and that happens over and over and over again until you die that's what keeps happening but especially when you're a kid especially for me I felt like there was a big difference whereas now something formative can happen and obviously it'll shift something in me and it'll stick with me but I again feel like I actually have a decent grip on who I am as a person so even though something might change something in me it doesn't fully change me I react to it the way that I react to it I don't act out in a way that doesn't necessarily coincide with the person that I am and that's what I used to do and that's what we all do when we're kids because we don't know who we are we're figuring out by the way that we act out and by the way that we we react oh well that's how I react to that that's how I look when I'm sad that's how I look when I'm angry that's just how we figure that out as we experience emotions and as we see how we handle those that's what creates us and our morals and our feelings and how we process things so because of all of that I feel like it's really important to on your birthday if you don't already to think about and reflect on all the different versions of yourself that you've been because 
you can't give your present self all the credit. You have to give your past self, even like your little kid self, the credit because I promise like it really does make a difference in how you talk to yourself and how you talk about yourself and how much you value yourself. If you look at it like, okay, but this isn't just about me. It's about the little kid me and the teenage me and whatever because it isn't just about you. And as much as that might sound like a little mean, like, you need that tough love with yourself and you need that reminder of like, I'm not that important. There's a world with like billions of people. I'm not that special. Like dial it back. Like you have to like humble yourself a little bit. And I feel like in a weird way, that's a good way to do it. Also, if you don't already cry on your birthday, I 10 out of 10 would recommend a good birthday cry every year. It really, it really is great. It, it's so like cathartic. It's perfect and you have to do it. <laughs> I wanted to make this episode a shorter episode because I want to do one every single year on my birthday and I know myself and if I know that if I say every single thing that I want to say and talk for an hour, which I easily can, it'll be a lot harder for me to do this every year. So I decided to write down all the things that I feel and think about birthdays and break them up. So this is the first part that I chose for this year's birthday and I'm really excited to do next year's and it'll definitely be longer next time. I'm definitely not going to be able to hold back as much as I did. But since it was the first year, like I wanted to stand by what I said and not talk about everything that I want to talk about. But I'm sure next time I will. So we'll be talking about birthdays again in about a year. And besides that, we'll talk soon.